the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Join us today as we have a great discussion on the topic of faith and politics. As believers, we need to be well informed on what's going on in the political world, but yet we need to make sure that everything that's going on is in line with the Word of God. Stay with us as we have a lively discussion today on faith and politics here on The Christian View. From Atlanta to the world, a view like no other. The Christian View. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons, with co-hosts Aisha Smith-Dancy, Sandra O'Neill, Dr. Lee Adams, Trudy Davies-Davis, Monica Matthews, Isaac Hernandez, and Caitlin Bryan. Empowering and inspiring. The Christian View. View. What a great audience we have today. Thank you for being here. Thank you at home for watching or those listening by radio. You can now hear us on our podcast. So we are on all major podcast platforms. So you can find us on that. Um, we're on 24 different networks. And I'm just thankful. And I know that all of, we, all of us can say the same thing, that God has given us the ability to share his word and to come into your home and just and share God's word and what God's view is on certain topics. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you all for inviting us into your home. And thank you all for being here today. I'm excited to have you all. Um, check out their ministries. They are doing amazing things. Other than being a host on The Christian View, they have their own ministries that they are pouring into. So check them out and see what all God is doing in their lives as well. Well, today's hot topic is, is probably one of my least hot topics. Um, it's, uh, it's faith. Well, faith is my favorite topic, but then politics. We're going to talk about faith and politics. And my husband is a scholar in politics, and I have just not got there yet. But um, for the longest time, I didn't even follow politics. Growing up, I was like, I don't want to know. I don't want to hear because there was so much division in politics. Um, but then a couple of years ago, I really felt convicted. You know, God's saying, you need to know more about politics. You know, you need to start following the news. And I heard one pastor say, have a Bible in one hand and a newspaper in the other. Yeah. You know, and now we have all kinds of social media. So we do not need to be clueless Christians, right? right. We, we need right. to know what's going on in the world, what's going on um, in, in, the, in the political world. You know, I don't think, you know, I used to think that, and I still believe that as believers and, and church should be the safest place to discuss politics, right? Yes. We should be able to discuss openly, you know, agree to disagree, you know, but we all have the same focus and that is to send people back to God's word, to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, to find out what the word says about it and and then hold true to what God's word says. But Lee, you know, there's so much division. There's so much division in the body of Christ. And um, when it comes to politics in Romans 13, one says that all government leaders are appointed by God. And then I, and in Isaiah 9, 6, it talks about, you know, God, the, the, the government is on his shoulders. Yes. So why do you think there's so much division and even anger when it comes to the body of Christ and politics? Right. I think um, first and foremost, I like the topic and um, the concept faith and politics. Mm-hmm. And I know we're talking faith 
A&D politics. Right. But I think the problem is too many people have faith in politics. Ooh, oh, that's I, good. That's yeah. Really yeah. Good. And I think what is happening is what we're seeing is anger, is a lot of frustration because we yeah. put our faith somewhere that God never told us exactly. to put our faith right. in the first place. Mm-hmm. So when our presidents or our elected officials, regardless of what level they're serving on, they're working a political agenda. So we have to understand that even though in their heart of hearts, they may want to do make a decision that's based on the Bible, but sometimes they have to make a decision based on what's legal. And what's legal is not always what's based on the Bible and is not always what's morally correct. So I think that's where, you know, as a people, we're looking for that leadership and we're looking for that guidance in our leaders when really we got to continue to understand that we got to keep our faith in God. Keep our faith in God. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, I, um, I'm looking at Aisha, but I was going to ask Caitlin, you're probably one of the younger ones. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, obviously, that. I know. I'm one of the younger ones. Oh, well, you, <laughs> well, you should just had a birthday. Um, so, <laughs> but I wanted to talk because you're more of millennial. So, how do millennials view faith in politics together? Yeah. Well, I think that the problem is, is that when we separate, like Pastor Lee said, that's so true. It's, we don't need to have faith in politics. It needs to be our faith guide to our politics, our political views, because at the end of the day, there are some biblical views. It's not a political party affiliation, it's biblical views. And so as a millennial, I think that a lot of people are fed up with politics and there are people on both sides, which we see equally. But you know what? One thing that I feel that our millennial generation has to get back to and that previous generations has done is honor. Right. Because the Bible does tell us to honor our elected Mm -hmm. officials. So I think that one thing that is disheartening as a millennial is seeing the dishonor of political leaders because we don't have to agree with them, but we need to pray for them. The Bible tells us that we need to honor their position. And if it's something that's appointed by God, we can't speak against what God has done. It's it's in his plan. And we can only pray for those leaders and Mm -hmm. pray that they change their hearts. So I think that as millennials, we have to begin to take a more active approach in honoring. But, you know, we are the generation that likes to cancel the cancel culture. Mm -hmm. Well, let's just cancel it. Let's just not like them. This is not who I'm going to support. But it's not about what we want is about what God has done and now we have to get behind it. And so, I mean, we all learn as kids. Well, some of us, that you don't always get what you want. Exactly. You don't always get the political leader mm-hmm. in office that you want, but we have to learn to honor and pray for right. them regardless. And, I, and that's a good point. And that's what I've been mm-hmm. telling Jonathan. My son is 14. Mm-hmm. Right. And you probably say the same thing to, to your kids. We honor those who are in authority. We may yeah. not always agree, yeah. but we are called to honor and respect yes. and pray for them. Yes. And I think that that's a generation that has um, has has really failed our our, our kids in that regard because mm-hmm. a lot of them haven't been taught that. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. I believe there's a resurgence of it uh, mm-hmm. with our children, mm-hmm. um, but I also feel like Caitlin said it's a cancel culture. Um, people, the Generation Z that's coming up, they are yes. for a purpose. Mm-hmm. But my prayer in faith and politics is that that purpose will be guided to that per- that godly purpose right. or yes. the respect of human life, the respect yeah. of yeah. humanity, yes. that yes. we are one race under the blood of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. And if people don't understand that, we are still needing to honor and respect exactly. the communities and the leaderships that are around us. I agree. Yes. I think I we're agree. so quick. We, uh, sorry. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about that when we come back. (laughs) We'll be right back with more on faith and politics. Stay with us.
great discussion today on faith and politics. And before we ended our last segment, Sandra, you were talking about one race. Mm-hmm. So let's jump back in on that. Yeah, so I had mentioned that in one race, um, we are all one race under the blood of Jesus Christ. But if you don't believe in God, mm-hmm. we also need to honor and respect the leaders around our community. Yeah, right. Don't you yes. agree with that? Yeah. I agree, yeah. And I was saying, too, that um, it just recently one of my church members, um, she received a kidney mm-hmm. transplant last year. And the um, the person who unfortunately lost his life, his mother posted and she was sharing and she was saying, talking to and admonishing everyone to respect um, human life. And she was saying her son was Caucasian, my church members African-American, but however, she received the kidney and it was a 100% match. Love it. And didn't Love it. any rejection yeah. medication. Yeah, God is so and in good. the end, you know, when we get internally, our body organs, everything is the same. Yeah. Amen. Yes. You know, we had Dr. Avita King on a couple months months back and she said we are one race we may not look the same but we are one race under god and that's Mm -hmm. how we need to treat our brothers and sisters you know Mm -hmm. christ didn't come to take sides Mm -hmm. he came to unite and he came to take he came to take Uh over you know but there's still so much confusion so much chaos you know when it comes to politics so aisha let's talk about you know abortion is always the hot topic when it comes to politics but what are some other Mm -hmm. hot topics where we can provide scriptures where it offers hope Mm -hmm. with it well let me first say that even in within political Mm -hmm. parties there is division on topics such as abortion or even Mm -hmm. same-sex rights Um, but god uh, places high value on the preservation of human life. Yes. And so as we talk about social injustices or racial injustice, mm-hmm. um, we also, you know, talk about it with the same passion as, you know, p- pro, um, before birth or, right, you right. know, um, pro- being pro-life is also being um, pro-life even after birth, you know. Yeah. So the life mm-hmm. of those Americans that, you know, we've seen killed um, in our country, right. as well as um, God places priority on, you know, the poor or um, underprivileged. And, you know, for myself, my family are, is Jamaican immigrants, you right. know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think about Matthews 25 and 40, where, the, where he says, the king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Right. And I think that's where God is wanting us to put high value on, you know, other topics and other issues that are in politics, but hold such high value. Right. We need to be the voice. We need to be the voice for those who can't speak, the hands and feet for those people who can't go and and take care of themselves. That is what we're supposed to do. Yeah. And I think the key word is values. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What are the values? Honor, character, respect. You know, the people have said before, oh, I'm colorblind. Well, I don't celebrate colorblind us. I celebrate color. God yes. created us yeah. amazingly with diversity. Like this for a reason. Yeah. While we're all different colors exactly. here. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, and if look if, if we were all the same, like if we were all wearing black, I mean it would be a little boring. If we were all wearing pink, you know, <laughs> it boring. would be a little boring. God created <laughs> He created color. He created yeah. difference. And we right. see that even in scripture. Right. We see the mm-hmm. Samaritans, we see um, you know the Ethiopians. We see so many different backgrounds and mm-hmm. ethnicities and different cultures even represented yeah. in 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 the in the word right. in itself. Mm-hmm. So it's a reason that we're all different colors and I think yeah. what he wants to to show us to embrace one another because truly we're all brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in exactly. Christ. Yeah. But it's, I think we need to be the solution. I think we, we need to figure out Absolutely. how the body of Christ right. can be the solution in a divided world. And we also have to re- realize that politics the people that are in are are the leaders within our 
communities and mm-hmm. in our entire nation are flawed. Right. And what we have to yes. understand as Christians is, am I going to be just uh, completely swept away right. with whatever agenda is happening here? I need to stand firm with the wisdom of Jesus Christ right. Right. so then I will know what is a lie and what is truth. Right now we are, com- we are completely clouded and yeah. nothing is clear, mm-hmm. but God is a God of clarity. Yes. God yes. will give you through his Holy Spirit that's not a movement uh, that I want to be a part of, but I will pray for values and respect and for that culture. I, I just don't want to be right. swayed I mean, back and God, forth. So Jesus was not a Democrat or a Republican. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, he, he came, you know, yeah. to, to, to divide some things, yeah. but to unite other things. And we want to make God a Democrat or Republican, but yeah. like you said, he's no. neither. And right. those organizations, those political parties were created by man. And because they're yes. created by man, like you mentioned, Sandra, that they are flawed. Yes. And, you know, what we need to do is pray for our political yes. parties and our political leaders. That's and I think power. pray for our hearts. Yes. Pray for ourselves, yes. like you said, because there's so much coming at us, so much uncertainty, so much yeah. chaos and confusion. And first of all, we said God is not a father of chaos or confusion, yeah. right. so we've got to stay in prayer. We've got right. to stay yeah. in unity um, with like-minded believers and be the, the solution. We know that the enemy wants to divide us. Yes. You know, right. so here we are, recreate these political parties and then instantly we're divided as Christians. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we continue to divide within right. our parties, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have to make sure that we are uniting again, holding on to our Christian values. Right, right. And go into the Word of God when it comes to politics and political views and saying, what does the Bible say? Like you were saying, he is pro-life all the way from conception uh, to adulthood to elderly. I mean, John, uh, James 127 says, take care of the widows and the orphans. Mm -hmm. Like he cares. He's pro-Israel. There are certain things that are clear in the word. And if we cut off the news and get into Mm -hmm. the word and read what people actually stand for, I think that's what really makes the biggest difference. And I think that is is a huge point because I've I think sometimes we're so glued to the TV right. and that what the news is saying that we forget what God says. Right. And it's okay, you know, it's okay for us to not agree on everything. Absolutely. But as, as believers in the body yeah. of Christ, we are to love one another and bring unity right. the way Christ says. But sometimes you just got to turn off the, the news. Yes. We yes. Need to be, as a people, I think we need to be against the things that God is against. Right. Yes. We, and I think that will get us back on track. In Proverbs um, 6, 16 through 19, it talks about the seven things that God hate. And number three, it talks about those um, defeat that um, make haste to shed innocent blood. And I think that's where we've gotten, where we've gotten away from that because we've lost regard for human life. Yes. Yes. Well, you've been listening to The Christian View on Faith and Politics. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more on that topic, Faith and Politics, here at The Christian View. We are talking about faith and politics. And Lee, you had said something at the very beginning, faith and politics. Yes. Mm-hmm. Say that again. I thought that was so powerful. Well, I, say, and I think the issue is, you know, even though our topic is faith and politics, but God never had wanted us to have faith in politics. Right. And I think that's really where we're having the, the true dissent and that is leading to frustration right. within people's lives because they're looking for political leaders to do what God needs Ooh, to do. Exactly. And that is so, so powerful. It says in Mark 12, 31, we're, we're supposed to love our neighbors, yeah. right? As, yes. as Christ says, like, we're yeah. supposed to be the hands and feet. We're supposed to love. We're yeah. supposed to go. And that's not 
happening as much right now today. Right. I mean, because uh, we want to pick and choose we, who our neighbors are. Yeah. Exactly, you know, and that's true. not true. You can't, you can't do that. And you know, we talked earlier. We need to put. We need to shut off social media sometimes. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not tweet that extra tweet or yeah. respond to that extra that extra text yeah. that just yeah. came through or that yes. Facebook post. We yeah. need to, we need to hone in. We need to we need to turn on the Christian view. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. See, what, exactly. see what God's view is, because God does have a view, yeah, and He really has a view on politics. I mean, he, does. he doesn't take sides. He came in to mm-hmm. set things straight, and yeah. so we, That's need right. to, we need to be mindful. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I do. I think we yeah. need to know you're quiet. Right. We need yeah. to step back. We need to let God fight our battles for us. Yes. But, yes. Caitlin, a huge question. How do we balance we talked about this before, but how do we balance Christian values with our political views mm-hmm. when there's so much conflict in the body, especially during a voting year? Yeah, I, th- I mean, that's a great question, and it's a pretty loaded question. It is. <laughs> um, but I, as I was reflecting upon this question, the one thing that came to mind was the fact that our Christian views and our political views shouldn't be separate, mm-hmm. that Jesus really needs to be at the center of it all. And when it comes time to vote, and we're torn between our Christian views and our political views, we have to remember that it's not our job to vote on our opinion. It's not our job to vote on our preferences of who the person is. It's not our job to vote according to, you know, what we may feel like's right. We really have to vote according to kingdom values. Um, John 17, 6 says we are not of this world. Philippians 3 and 20 says our citizenship is in heaven. And so I think a lot of times, especially now in today's climate, we are persuaded by the news. Which channel do you watch? Who do you watch? Who's your news source? And we have to step away. It's going to be so easy to go in and cast out a ballot Mm -hmm. if we are opening up our Bible and say, because God did tell us what Mm -hmm. to vote on. Mm -hmm. It's the word of God tells us what he wants to vote on pro-life and Mm pro-life beyond just conception all the way beyond even Mm -hmm. prison reform issues, Mm -hmm. pro-life, pro-Israel, God cares about Israel is our political candidate for Israel. There are just certain things that we have to realize that are in the word and vote according to God's word instead of maybe our opinion. You know what I was thinking when you were talking and um, it was opening up our Bible, but opening up it with our families, Mm -hmm. opening up and reading what scripture says. Okay, let's Mm -hmm. find out what the topics are political and let's go through scripture and what does scripture say and and really start doing it in in a family setting not just we need to have our own bible time right exactly but we also need to have do it with our family like with young kids and in addition to that i agree open up the word of god he will direct you but i also feel that there is a complete void in understanding american history what is the voting process what where has god since 1776 brought this country for better or for worse where has god's fingerprint of provision protection safety where has it been We've all been flawed since mm-hmm. the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, these founding fathers or who, who, who the, the colonists, right. what I understand, they sought after God. It, and they were was, trying yeah. on, on, on principle, yes. uh, uh, biblical, biblical yes. principles. Yes. But not only that. It, they started a process. Right. It's a process to say, hey, we declare that all men are created equal. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, it's a process. And where have, how far are we on that process? Well, I think right. we, so, yeah, 
we've gotten Balance very, very far away from it. And I think, you know, when we talk about how we should vote and helping people to understand how to vote, I think if we were to sit down and direct people, I never tell people how to vote right. or, you know, which party yeah. you're going to vote for. <laughs> but I do tell people, make sure you, you, you review the political platforms. Mm-hmm. Make sure you understand yes. what those um, different parties right, stand right. for. And what we don't understand is even though, you know, we may like somebody better than somebody else, and maybe this person's not, you know, the person of the day that we like. But if you look at platforms, you begin to understand, and while we were talking earlier, the decisions that we make today will affect 10 years from now. Right. And when you see a lot of the platforms, it, the attack is against the Bible, is right. against Christianity. Yeah. Yes. And the more we do that, the more it's eating away and pulling away. And eventually we'll be to, you know, if we're not careful, we'll be to that place where it'll be almost against the law to talk about Jesus. You know, right. it's against, it's trying to get there now, being against the law to talk about certain biblical principles, yes. but that's because of politics and things yeah. that we have allowed. And I think as, as parents and the ages that we, we have a responsibility yes. to yes. our children, yeah. to the next generation and to their generation to stand up yeah. and yes. speak the truth. And well, I say and, vote character. You know, yes. when, you, when you're looking at who to vote or, you know, who to vote for, you know, you want to look at what, what is that individual's morals and mm-hmm. do, do they align with the Christian right. values? So, mm-hmm. you know, we can claim to be Christians, but do, does the actions of our elected officials align with that of a Christian right. or um, does, you know, so again, you know, you want to vote based off of that person's character, not so much off of, you know, um, parties in general. And when you say, right. you know, all men are created equally, well, does that elected official um, uphold that first, uh, that that um, statement or, you know, right. so again, we want to make sure that what we're voting actually aligns with the mm-hmm. uh, values of our... Um, and the word of God. Yeah, and that's exactly why I brought that up, is to mm-hmm. make sure that you're balancing American history, right. what God's fingerprint has been with what the Bible, because right. the Holy Spirit at that point will bring you clarity that not only this news source, this media source, this person you're right. following um, will tell you, he will say, this is the truth. Mm-hmm. And then you can be that leader for the next generation right. that will right. lead us to the victory in Christ. Right. That is so true. Staying yeah. connected to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Staying you have to fight for yeah. the faith of the next generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there like Pastor Lee was saying, there are a lot of, lot more religious persecution right now, a lot more drawing back. And so we have to make sure that we're voting in people who are going to protect the faith of our children and of the future generations. Yeah, exactly. Protect the nation as a whole. The the enemy wants us to be so distracted with other things and Mm -hmm. not really pay attention to what's happening with religion and and the freedom of religion Mm -hmm. as well. Right. And and that's so true. If you look at the news today, there is so much distraction. One thing after another is happening. And there's so much distraction, so much division, so much chaos, Mm -hmm. and that is not a God. Yeah, right. Another thing, too, if we we hold ourselves accountable, and therefore, as Aisha was saying, holding those that we elect accountable, Mm -hmm. you know, I think if we can keep everybody accountable and making sure that they're following those principles, then I think we'll have a much better nation and a much better world. I think so, too. I think so, too. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more on faith and politics here at The Christian View. We've had a great topic today on faith and politics, and um, I encourage you to get in God's Word. Stay connected to Him. He is faithful. His Holy Spirit will guide and direct you. 
you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, I would invite you to reach out to someone and just seek Him. Ask Him into your heart because He loves you and He wants that relationship with you. His desire is that no one should perish. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in to Christian View. Bye-bye.